Today on the Second Act Entrepreneur Show, we are going to talk about having an oh shiitake moment when your social media platform deletes or removes your account. Uh, this recently happened to me, and even though it was for a very short period, I had about 13 heart attacks. So I want to share with you some things that you can do to protect yourself and um, not put yourself in jeopardy if this happens to you. So stay with me and uh, let's dive into this important topic and get some ideas about how to move people off of social media sooner than later. Let's dive in. Hey there, I'm Elisa Connor, ex-corporate marketer turned entrepreneur. And along the way, I made all the mistakes just so you don't have to. Chances are you have a pretty full career. You've got experience, expertise, and probably a whole lot of education. The problem is people can't find you. This is why each week on the Second Act Entrepreneur Show, we feature expert education, marketing insights, and mindset shifts that are going to help you create a profitable business so you can secure your legacy, ensuring that you thrive not only in your first career, but also your second act. Welcome to the Second Act Entrepreneur Show. Hello, hello. So this past week, Facebook rolled out a bunch of new changes for their Facebook pages and groups. And so I logged into my account, unbeknownst to me, and said, sure, go ahead and take me to the new, whatever they called it, the new layout, the new post, look and feel, something like that. And then that is when things went awry. So I I agreed and then was immediately locked out of my account, did not have access to it, could not find it, wasn't showing up in search, um, sent multiple requests to Facebook, all of which were ignored. And um, long story short, things got put back and it worked out fine. But it made me start thinking about like, okay, so what happens if you lose access to your Facebook account, your LinkedIn account, your TikTok account, things are getting closed down left and right for whatever reason, no rhyme or reason, um, simply because these companies are trying to watch their backs. They ha- they are susceptible to lawsuits. And um, as you, you may have seen in the news, you know, Marcus Zuckerberg has been before Congress. So there's a lot of pressure on social media companies And so there's bound to be mistakes, but there's no saying that into the future, things aren't going to adjust and change where you aren't going to be able to use social media the way that you're using it now, especially for free. And so when this happened, I went to my community over on LinkedIn specifically, and I put a survey out. I said, hey, how are you currently marketing your business? And I, social media was one of the choices. I think I put on their social media, email marketing, um, events, and then something else. Those are like, cause it only gives you the option to do four choices. And half of the people surveyed that took the survey said social media and specific platforms indeed. And then the other half said something else. And of that half that said something else, several of those people commented that it was a combination of social media and a couple of other things. One of which um, was part of social media rather than promoting, it was a Facebook group. And so, um, when I tried to push on that, people didn't like, (laughs) they didn't, they didn't like to have the, to be pushed on that. And, um, I just point blank said what would happen if, you know, Facebook disappeared tomorrow or you didn't have access to it or LinkedIn or whatever. Um, and it wasn't to, 
put those people on the spot as much as it was to raise awareness. And that's really what this episode is about, to raise awareness about where you're spending your efforts and your time and making sure that you have a plan in place that enables you to move people from your social media sites as soon as possible. And where do we want to move them? Well, of course, we want to move them to our email list. So if you are new to the show and um, you aren't aware that uh, email marketing is your bestie when it comes to marketing your business, um, you will hear a lot about that in this episode. And so before we dive in, I want to let you know, I do have a resource that I just created um, that is going to help you get started in the world of email marketing. A lot of people don't know what to do when they get a new subscriber. They're like, okay, I get it. I have a free download and I've got somebody on my list. And so I send in the free download and then I don't, I don't know what to do. It's total blank screen syndrome, or I don't know what to write or what do I say? And I don't want to seem pushy, but I don't, you know, I want to make sure that they know I am selling something. And so this guide that I've created helps you create five to seven. It gives you the option for seven, but five really strong um, emails that not only introduce your new subscriber to who you are, what you do and how you help, but also plant the seeds for them to make a decision about whether or not they're ready to, to um, move forward and work with you and buy your services now. And if they don't, that's okay. You can continue to um, nurture them and move them along with additional emails in the future. But the email sequence in this um, email guide was created to build the relationship to the point where you feel comfortable asking for the sale. And then if they, they choose not to move forward at that time, no big deal, but you're still giving them the opportunity to say, yes, I'm ready now. And so many times as entrepreneurs, we don't put that out there so succinctly and so um, upfrontwards without being, and, and this is set up so that you don't feel slimy or salesy. So if you struggle with writing those welcome emails, this is the perfect guide for you. You can go grab your free copy at elisaconnor.com forward slash email guide. And that's all one word. Um, elisaconnor.com forward slash email guide. And the link for that will be in the show notes for this episode, which is also at elisaconnor.com forward slash 147. And so um, I'm going to cover this in a broken down social media platform um, outline. And so if you miss this, or you have a certain area that you want a little bit more depth, head over to the show notes for this episode. I'll have it all broken down by each platform and then make sure you stay stay tuned till the end because I am going to have a bonus. Um, So if you feel like there's a lot here, because we're going to dive into a lot of different things that you may want to see um, visually, um, you're going to see that this week's episode is going to be a little bit different than normal episodes in that I'm going to do a little breakdown of um, each of these pieces and create either a YouTube video or um, I haven't been utilizing my small business builders Facebook group very much. Um, and I think that would be a great place to put these videos. And so I may um, just stick them over there, but you will find specific uh, information about that over on the blog post. Cause I'll make sure that that's updated for, um, what seems to be the most requested area of information. So if people want to know how to set this up in the different platforms, I am happy to show you how to do that. Um, so 
Without uh, diving into those specifics, I did want to let you guys know the um, first thing to think about when you're moving people off of social media, this is where I see people go astray quite often, is they just make the assumption that they've put their free download link in one place that everybody's going to see it. And um, if you think about your own behavior on social media and you think about how you consume social media and you consume information and you seek out information, how many times something has to pop in front of you before you actually take action on it? I want you to think about that for your own business and start implementing that same philosophy. And so we sometimes feel like we're being pushy or we're talking about our business too much or we're not, you know, we're putting our link in too many places. But the reality is that people won't even start to pay attention to it until they see it again and again and again. And so the more places we can put it or the more opportunities we can give them to join our email list, for example, um, that's the best way to move people off of social media, the more likely they will do that. And so when we're looking at moving people off of social media, there's really two ways to go. Number one is you can um, start a direct message or a LinkedIn message with them on direct messaging would be Facebook and Instagram. And then um, LinkedIn would be just messenger or um, LinkedIn messaging. And you can do that but that also becomes a one-way conversation if they don't reply. And so, um, and if you do have a conversation, then you have to manage, okay, how do I remember to put them on my email list so that if they're not ready to buy, because 97% of people aren't ready to buy when they first talk to you, how do we move them to a way that they can get nurtured um, until they are ready to buy? And so I always recommend, no matter what, moving people off of social media to your email list. And if you've missed, um, I talk about this in almost every episode. And so if you're new here, this may be new information for you, but if you're, um, if you've been around for a while, it's just a good reminder that moving people to your email list gives you the power to get in front of them at your convenience on your schedule without having to invest additional money into say paid ads or um, some kind of, you know, follow-up call process, whatever you might have. And so um, I want to challenge you a little bit. If you are moving people to direct messages with the same question that I asked just a few minutes ago. So if all of your communication is happening on LinkedIn, for example, through either posting or LinkedIn messaging, what happens when that goes away? For some unforeseen reason, your LinkedIn account gets um, shut down, locked out, or disappears completely. What happens to your business? And this, that's why, that's my passion behind talking about email list building is really giving you guys the power to not only control how you show up in front of your audience and when, but also giving you the power to control your business and how you promote it because there is no surety, there's no sure thing with social media. If you've been around the block as long as I have, so um, for those of you that don't know, I actually started my business right um, after Facebook was launched. So Facebook was launched in 2007 and I started really kind of um, testing and playing with Facebook in about 2008. 
and then started my business in 2009. So I've been around for pretty much the entire length that social media has um, been in existence. And there has been an involvement around that and it will continue to evolve. And if you watch the market and you watch what's going on in the market, you see things are changing, things are advancing. And as things get more competitive with not only paid advertising, but space on the internet, your opportunity to stand out amongst everyone else becomes smaller and smaller. And so it is moving towards a pay to play. Um, It has been pay to play for a really long time, but it's moving towards a more um, expensive pay to play model. And so if you have money to spend on advertising, I highly recommend that, but be smart about it. Like you don't want to just spend money on ads to promote whatever and waste your money and not get great leads. But also, um, I want to give you the opportunity to if you are going to invest in paid advertising or spend your time and energy on social media, to be moving people towards purchasing from you. And that can be direct messaging. um, But again, that puts the ball in the court of the other person um, to respond to you. And there's so much spam going around, not only um, in text messaging, oh my gosh, the text messages I get. And um, also, you know, direct messages that it's harder to build a relationship that way. Whereas if somebody has, you know, said, yes, send me your emails because I've signed up for your free guide or whatever it is that you're um, offering for your freebie, you're already starting to build that trust in that relationship as long as you don't step on toes. So Number one, talk about it everywhere. Number two, move people off of social media as soon as possible. So let's talk about specific platforms. Um, When we get to Facebook, there are two different places for you uh, to promote your lead magnets. And so if you aren't familiar with lead magnets, that's a way for you to provide a resource to a potential lead and have them exchange their name and email address for that. So it can be things like guides, checklists, um, uh, ebooks, quizzes, all of those sorts of things are lead magnets. So if that's a new term to you, I just want to clarify that so that you know what that is. So the opportunity on Facebook um, includes you can create a business page for your Facebook or Facebook business page for your business. And there are four places that you could actually promote. Actually, there's five. There's five places you could promote uh, your lead magnet on your Facebook page. And so get out a piece of paper. If you've uh, drifted off, come back to me. Um, that Because I want you to, whether or not um, you're using Facebook as your major platform, it's definitely worthwhile for you to go set up a Facebook page and make sure that these four uh, or these five places include a call to action to download your free resource. And that is because so many times (laughs) the first place people go besides Google is Facebook to um, figure out who you are, what you do and all that. And so you might as well get your stuff in front of people as many times as possible. So It's going back to putting your shiitake everywhere so that people will see it and click on it and opt in. And so when we're looking at our Facebook page, um, the first place that you can start to promote 
your lead magnet is in your header image. So you have an image that you, that's behind your profile picture that you can actually go over to Canva. If you aren't familiar with Canva, I'll link it in the show notes, but it's um, free graphic design software that you can go in there and actually just plug in Facebook page, Im- header image, and it'll come up with the dimensions and everything um, for that specific um, image. And it, they have templates and all kinds of things that you can use to create that. But you'll want to make it simple and clear and have it point to whatever it is you want them to sign up for. And you can put a link there or you can just create a arrow and point to the button. So the button is the next place that you can actually promote your free download. And that button, um, you can assign any link and you can, I think it allows you to change like, you can't change the wording, but you can change like what the option is. So like if they wanted to schedule an appointment, you could do that. If if you wanted to um, have it go to a website, which is what we're talking about now, I think it says learn more. There's one that says subscribe. I don't, there's a, there's a bunch of different options that you can go read through. And um, if I create a video, I'll walk you through what that looks like. Um, but you can change that button to go to the landing page for your free download, which is really important because now they're seeing it twice. And if they click, they start clicking around like most people will, um, they're gonna see that that all goes to the same place. And they're like, oh, I've seen this now three, four or five times on this one Facebook page before I've gone anywhere, maybe I should go grab it. And so marketing is an exercise in repetition and in memorization. And so you're teaching your potential audience to memorize who you are, what you do, and how you can help. And that how you can help is your free download. And so um, number one, header image, number two, button. Number three is you could actually put it in your about um, and um, contact information page. So instead of just having a random URL that goes to your website, change it to one that is your lead magnet. And then um, people will go and opt in for that instead of just randomly going over to your website and not doing anything because they don't know who you are. Um, And then once they, you know, opt in, they can, uh, you can send them to a thank you page that has the um, ability to go to your homepage and all those different things that they want to continue to check out what you do. So that was actually a bonus one. I forgot about that. You could actually add that into your bio. Um, They don't call it a bio on Facebook, but basically your about page for your business. So three other places you have the opportunity is you can create reels, which are short term video, and you can promote your free uh, resource, your lead magnet in your reels. And stories, which are really hot, those exist on um, Facebook and Instagram. They no longer exist on LinkedIn. So if you're looking for them there, they discontinued that several months ago. But um, both Instagram and Facebook have stories available, and those can be short video clips. They can also be images. You can create um, carousels with different things that will be several images that, you know, scroll through each other. Um, And all of that can be done over in Canva. And then the last place that you can also promote your free lead magnet is in your social media posts. So if you're posting um, once once a week, you can you know put a link in your post and maybe you're talking about um, 
a problem and then you're, you direct them to the solution, which is for them to download your free lead magnet. And then also if you're doing live video, that's another place. I didn't stick that one in here, but um, that goes, that's for every face, every um, social media platform, you're able to use live video to promote your free resource as well. Okay, so when, since we're on Facebook, let's jump into Facebook groups. So one thing about Facebook groups, um, you are not able to post stories or reels. And I don't think they offer a button click image either. Um, and so it's a little bit different, but there is one unique thing you can do with your Facebook group. If you if you have people in your group and you're promoting that to create a community is before people can access um, entry to your group, you can actually create th up to three questions to ask them. And I highly recommend you do this um, simply because it's going to alleviate um, spammy people from gaining access to your group. And it's also um, going to weed out people that are not going to be a good fit. And so if you've ever, if you've come over to my small business builders group, you know that you get asked three specific questions and you can't require people to um, give you their email address, but you can ask for it. And so unfortunately there's one downside to this is there's really no way to automate um, that information from the group questions into um, your email service provider like ConvertKit or ActiveCampaign at the moment, but you can always copy and paste those email addresses into your, um, your email service and then add those people. If I find different information or if that is updated, I'll let you know. But one of the questions that I ask is, hey, I have a strategy guide um, for, you know, mapping out your marketing strategy. Have you accessed that? And if not, would you let, you know, what is your email address and I'll send it to you. And then there's a little disclaimer on there that says um, something about like, you don't have to add, you don't have to give me your, your email address to be part of the group. And so, and that just sort of um, keeps you out of hot water. <laughs> when it comes to um, asking permission to add people to your list. And so um, those entry questions are really valuable and you can actually gain a lot of information from where people are learning about you, what their biggest problem is, um, all of those sorts of things if you're very strategic about how you ask those. So the other things that are available in your Facebook group are you can do lives where you can promote um, your lead magnet and so you may be thinking, well, why do I want people that are in my Facebook group to have my, to get a lead magnet? Well, um, it's the same story. Like there's no difference with having a powerful Facebook group and a bunch of people that show up in that group and then not having access to them um, when you are trying to promote something. If they're not on your list, the chances that they're going to see your stuff are slim to none. And it just gives you one more opportunity to promote moving people to your list, which is always the safest option. And so um, you are able to use lives. You can also, there is an about section for your page. You can put the lead magnet in there. And then also um, in your header image, you can have a header image that talks about, you know, whatever your latest free download is. So that if people have joined your group and they're not on your list, it is the perfect opportunity to move them toward joining your group 
or joining your email list. And then last but not least, you can always put that in any of your posts over in your Facebook group. So that's Facebook in a nutshell. Um, Instagram is very similar, but not the same. And so um, mostly because, and you could probably apply this to TikTok, sort of. TikTok has its own rules when it comes to bios and when you get a clickable link and all these different things um, that I don't want to dive into because I'm very new to TikTok and I'm still learning about it. But if you're interested in those things, um, let me know, either come over and connect with me on LinkedIn, join my Facebook group, or just come over to the um, notes for this podcast episode, which you can find at alisaconnor.com forward slash 147. And um, just leave a comment or send me a note that way. But um, Instagram, so the difference, the biggest difference with Instagram between Instagram and Facebook is you have very limited amount of characters that you can put anything in your bio. Um, and your if you put links in the description of a post, story or reel, um, they are not clickable until you get to a certain number of followers. Um, and then they have this feature that's the swipe up feature. And so you have to have a, and I can't remember how many it is. It's a lot, like 10,000 followers to get that. Um, so what do you do in the meantime? Well, when you're creating posts, you have the option to have people click on the link in your bio. And because you only have 150 characters, you have to be really succinct about what you do and what your freebie is in that small amount of characters. But you can also um, use a free, I, I guess it's an app. It's, um, you go, I mean, you have to get to it through a web browser. So, but the app or the um, software that I use is called Linktree. And I will uh, link it in the show notes at alisaconnor.com forward slash 147. So you guys can get to it. But what it does is it puts multiple links for say you have a free download or you have a schedule, a consultation, or you have a podcast episode that you want people to look at. Um, you can put multiple links in that software and it will create one link that you put in your um, Instagram bio that when people click on it, they will open it and it'll have four or five links for them to choose from. So that's the workaround for Instagram because you are only allowed to put one link in there. So if you only have one thing that you wanna send people to and that's your freebie, then you don't need to worry about that. But if you have multiple things that you're offering people, so maybe that's free content, maybe that's a, a free consultation with you, um, or maybe it's a free download, you wanna probably check out something like Linktree. And there are some other ones out there. I've been very happy with Linktree. It's free to use. They do have an upgraded version. Um, I've never found the need to use the upgraded version, um, but it is available. So when you're pre promoting your free download on Instagram, if you're putting it in a post, reel, or story, you always want to refer people to that link. However, you're wanting people to get there instead of putting like a HTTPS mywebsite.com forward slash free download. You want to say, <clears throat> grab the free guide with the link in my bio. 
Now I know for certain, um, if you say link in bio on TikTok, they'll actually penalize you. So <laughs> that's why it's really good to be aware of which platform you're on, plug in there and make sure that you are um, abiding by the current rules and algorithms for that channel. And so um, other than that, you have the ability to promote your free download in reels, which are exactly the same as Facebook, short um, video clips, stories, which appear at the top of everybody's feed, same as Facebook, and then also in your posts. And then they do have Instagram um, live that you can use. And then there's one other resource that not a lot of people take advantage of. Um, I think it's called guides or, you know, they changed the label of this, of uh, things over there so quickly that I can't always remember, um, where things are at the moment or what people are, <laughs> what they're calling it at the moment. Um, but there is a way to add like a guide in here. And so that's another option. Um, but it's harder, I think, to move people from that over to a, um, your email list because they're already getting something. So anyway, I would stick to reels, stories and posts, and just make sure that you're sending people to your bio. And then also make sure to make mention of your, um, of your freebie in your, um, bio description. So on mine, it actually says at the very end of it, get the free email guide with an arrow that points to my link. And so um, you got to get a little bit clever about how you talk about those things and make sure that you're building excitement, but there is a way to do it. And then the last platform we're going to talk about is LinkedIn. And LinkedIn actually offers a lot of opportunities for you to promote your free download. One is they just added, this is so exciting. So, you know, there's the contact information. If you click on that, you can open it up and you can get to people's profile link. You can get to their website link. And um, some people have their email in there, but so you can definitely do the same thing where you put a link in there and have it go to your free download. You can have like right now, I think I have three different links in mine. Um, I'm not sure if there's a maximum, but I just, you know, I have three set up right now and one of them is um, a free download that I'm promoting over there. So you can stick it there. If you didn't know that, you can create multiple websites <laughs> to do that um, uh, in your bio. You don't have to have multiple websites for your business, but multiple website links in your bio. And then underneath your profile description or you know where it has your name and job and title and all that, they actually just put in a new link and you can actually put uh, the link to your free download there. And so people will see it right away. It looks like a link. They don't have to click on anything extra. They can just read through your bio, go, hey, this is cool. And so um, make re making reference to that free guide in your bio description of, your, of who you are and what you do is a great way to move people to your email list. So, you know, describe who you are, what you do, talk about your free resource and then, you know, click the link below or click, click this link to get that guide or whatever it might be. 
Um, so that's a great place to put it. You can also promote your free download in all your social media posts. And LinkedIn does have clickable links. So that's very convenient because then people can just click on it and move on over to your landing page. Um, your con your um, about me section. So it's a little bit longer when you start going into, you know, who you are, what you do, all that sort of stuff. But you can reference your free download within that. And I would say do it multiple times because if you can work your language around and your description around um, that um, content that you're providing for free, there people are more likely to click on it and want to move forward to get on your list. And then last but not least, you could set up, if you haven't already, you can set up your own company page if you are running a business. Um, and I highly recommend this because LinkedIn company pages afford you the opportunity to do a lot of different things that your profile will not, including um, in-depth analytics of people that come to your page, who they are, what kind of um, title and background, how many times they come over, how much engagement you're getting on posts, all that sort of stuff. You also um, have the ability to create a newsletter from there. And last but not least, you have an additional space, um, both in your page bio, um, it might be called the about section and also um, your header image. So they do not give you a um, the, op the option to click on a button to go outside of the platform, but you can very much have like a link written out in your image for your page for whatever your free download is. So if you need an example, head on over to my Elisa Connor consulting page and you'll see um, my image, which was created in Canva. So again, that will be linked in the show notes and you can go check that out. But you definitely get more advanced analytics and it also gives you the opportunity to run paid ads. You cannot run paid ads from your um personal page. So just be aware of that. Um, so when you're looking at LinkedIn, think about setting up a business page if that is where you really want to dive in and um, build your audience. Because yes, it's important to build your connections, um, your personal connections, but it's even better to really filter out the people that are interested in what you do and how you do it by moving them over to your page. So you're going to see from me, I've been, you know, kind of experimenting with my page, but you're going to see a lot more of um, what I'm posting and where I'm going, moving in that direction, because I really want to get people engaged with that page and get the right people on that page um, and start moving all of my content creation over there. So we have covered Facebook groups, Facebook pages, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And I promised you a bonus. And so I wanted to give you five places that you can promote your um, free download on your website. And this is probably more, one of the most important places to um, promote your free download. Um, because if people start, they may miss it in a post, but if they click on your bio, and then they see that they that there's a link to your website, they may click on that to go learn more about you. And so um, the first place, of course, is your homepage. And when you have a 
please, for the love of all things holy, do not put sign up for my newsletter. Please create a valuable resource so it's something people want and that um, they will actually seek it out on your website. So I'm not going to dive into websites too much, but you definitely want to have it prominent on your homepage and talk about the value and move people towards um, signing up for that resource. And then while we're talking about the homepage, I always recommend that you have some type of pop-up, and I know they're obnoxious, but they work, on your website promoting your free download. And you can have it be like percentage of the page scrolled. You can have it be what's called exit intent, which means if they're going to go click the X to get out, it'll pop up. I don't care how you do it, whatever sits well with you, but I highly recommend you set up a pop-up for people to download your free resource. Um, it works, people use it. And I know people don't like it and it can be obnoxious, but you can also set it so that people only see it one time per, you know, every 15 days or whatever you want to set it at. Um, so that they aren't being bombarded by it on every single page. And, um, so that would be number two, set up a pop-up. Number three is on your about page. So people are going to go seek you out and want to learn more about you and what are what other better opportunity than to let them know that you created a resource specifically for them and so um you can add a free you know your um, free lead magnet form on your about page and just direct people over there and a lot of people forget about that they're like no this is where i talk about me well yes but the whole point of having an about page is so people will learn about you and want to move forward to work with you. And the first step of that is to get them on your email list. So it's a great way for you to build uh, no like trust and build that relationship. So get it on your about me page. Third um, would be on any blog posts or content you're creating. So if you're creating a podcast um, and you have show notes for that, put it in the show notes. Um, or have a form at the bottom of every uh, blog post or podcast or video show or whatever you have for content creation at the bottom of that post, make sure you have some way for people to get onto your email list. And it can be different from whatever you talk about in the podcast. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. But if you have a WordPress website, this, it, it becomes really easy because you can just add that form to the bottom of each page automatically. Like every time you create a post, it will set it up so that your lead magnet form, whichever one you're promoting at the time shows up on every page. And I'm not going to go into the tech of that, but it is highly possible. If you don't know how to do that, um, either talk to me or get somebody in website development to help you set that up because it's very quick and easy to do that. And then last but not least, you want to um, talk about it and promote it within your weekly content. And so if you have a podcast and you have a freebie, you will probably um, recognize on my podcast that I very regularly talk about whatever um, free resource I have going on at the moment. Right now, it's my email guide. It walks you through how to set up your email sequence um, to welcome new subscribers. And so if you haven't grabbed that, you can head over to alisaconnor.com forward slash email guide and download that. It's going to give you the five to seven emails to set up right away um, to 
welcome new subscribers and move them towards purchasing your services. And so there you go. There's an example. You just add it into your podcast. And then as you type that out, um, however you decide to create those show notes for your show, you can put it over on your um, page and it does not have to be the same one that you mention um, in the podcast as the one that you put automatically at the bottom of posts. You can have two of them. The goal is to get them, get new subscribers on the list. So whichever way they come through, that's the best way. Um, So that is the wrap for this week. Learn from me. Don't have 14 heart attacks and a panic attack along the way because your page or your profile or um, your group have disappeared on you all of a sudden or you don't have access to them. Instead, be proactive and not reactive and start building your email list off of social media using one of these tactics today. So if you've enjoyed this episode first, thanks so much for tuning in till the end. I know this was a longer episode and I hope that it has proved value to you. If you have any questions um, or feel like you missed anything, head over to the show notes at elisaconnor.com forward slash 147. It's all going to be typed out over there. And um, I will eventually be adding videos for a few of those things, like how to set up the entry questions for your Facebook group and things like that, um, if you guys are interested. And then um, last but not least, if you will take two minutes to head over to your favorite podcast um, listening option and leave me a review, I will be too so happy to the moon and back. Um, because it really helps me and the show out to reach new people. And so we can impact more lives. So in the meantime, have a great week. Take care, be well, stay safe. And I will see you all next week. Did you miss something during the podcast? Maybe forgot to take notes? No worries. We've taken all the notes for you. All the resources, links, and information in this episode, you can find over at alisaconnor.com forward slash podcast. That's A-L-I-S-A-C-O-N-N-E-R dot com forward slash podcast. Looking forward to seeing you next week.